The catechism says that you are guilty of rash judgment if you even tacitly assume it's true without sufficient foundation the moral fault of a neighbor. Welcome to A More Rigorous Lent. Today's topic is rash judgment. Everyone is talking about rash judgment these days because of the recent news cycle where the Covington High School boys were accused of something rashly. And so now they're suing a lot of the media like the Washington Post, etc. According to the catechism, rash judgment occurs when you even tacitly Assume as true, without sufficient foundation, the moral fault of a neighbor. Rash judgment is hasty, and that's what makes it rash. You don't get a chance to get the full picture. So to give you an example of that, I'm going to tell you a story about a priest and a young woman. One day, a priest, who usually eats alone in the rectory, began having lunch with a woman at a neighborhood restaurant. Now, what the nosy parishioners noticed was that every week during the month of May, he could be spotted sitting across from a pretty young woman who could be heard laughing in delight. As he speaks to her, he stares into her eyes and seems uniquely interested in her. At the end of their dinner, he gets up, helps her with a coat, and gives her a tender kiss on the cheek. So what is unclear at this point? At this point, what's unclear is who is this woman? But this is what happened. The parishioners made rash judgments. They looked at her, she was attractive and she was young. So they figured the priest must be on a date. Now here's the reality. The reality is the young woman is his baby sister. She lives out of town and she's visiting just for the month of May. And so you see these parishioners made a rash judgment. St. Francis of Sales says, rash judgments is spiritual jaundice, which makes everything look amiss to those who have it. Rash judgment is a sin. St. Thomas Aquinas says, Judgment is faulty and unlawful. Thirdly, when the reason lacks certainty, as when a man without any solid motive forms a judgment on some doubtful or hidden matter, and then it is called judgment by suspicion or rash judgment. So rash judgment is a sin. Rash judgment is usually based on confirmation bias. And confirmation bias is when people would like something to be true, they end up finding evidence to prove it to be true. So in other words, if you feel that an actor is a great actor, you will look and find for all the cases and all the films that featured this actor acting wonderfully. You're not gonna look for the films where he was horrible. 
because you expect him to be a good actor. So you're not looking objectively at something, right? So an example of confirmation bias happened with the Covington Catholic high school boys. Now, all of you must know about this case unless you're completely unplugged from the world and from news, and that might be a good thing, right? But just in case you don't know what happened, I'm going to give you a very, very brief summary. I don't want to go too much into it. I am going to include a link in the show notes to one of the news stories so you can read up on it if you don't know about the Covington um, Catholic boys, but I, I have a feeling that you know about them. Okay, so basically what happened is there were these group of boys that were Catholic. They were at the March for Life and they were basically hanging around waiting for their school bus. Some of them were wearing MAGA hats. Oh boy. Soon as you see MAGA hats, you know that there are a group of people who believe that to be racist. So they already have that confirmation bias. So what happened is a video surfaced that showed a bunch of white boys, some with MAGA hats, standing in a circle around two people. One of these people was a Covington High School boy with a MAGA hat. And Standing across from him was a Native American elder. The Native American elder was beating his drum inches away from the boy's face. Meanwhile, the boy was smiling. So that's the video. So this is where the confirmation bias comes in. If you tend to be a conservative, you might see a boy smiling and you'll see, you know, the Native American beating the drums. If you tend to be a liberal or progressive, what you saw was a boy standing there and mocking the Native American elder as he played the drum. So the news media basically portrayed this as, you know, the boy was sneering or mocking him with a smile. He was disrespecting the elder and they ran with that story, even though they had no information shown this to be the case. So they were shown their confirmation bias. And the fact that a lot of conservatives automatically rejected that story also showed their confirmation bias because they did not want to hear that a boy, a Catholic boy that had on a MAGA hat could be doing something so horrible. So we all have confirmation bias. And this is one reason why we need to be very careful about making rash judgments or making any judgments without proof. When we come back, we'll take a look at the roots of rash judgment. If you enjoyed this video or audio, please share it with your friends. Thank you for supporting BeautySoAncient.com. That's beauty as in beautiful, so ancient as in man, you're old. So we're going to take a look at three roots of rash judgment. In other words, people who tend to make rash judgments, what do they have in common? What kind of temperaments or personality traits or life outlooks do they tend to have? The first thing they have in common is that their hearts are harsh and bitter. This is according to St. Francis de Sales in Introduction to the Devout Life, a book I highly recommend and I will link to it in the show notes. St. Francis de Sales says about people with naturally harsh and bitter hearts. Some hearts are so bitter and harsh by nature that everything turns bitter under their touch. Men who, in the prophet's words, turn judgment back to wormwood and leave off righteousness in the earth. Do we all know people like that? People who are just 
negative, we will call them that today, like negative Nancy's or just negative. Anytime something happens, they have to look at the negative. Even if you don't see it, they'll find something bad about it. So this is an inclination. And St. Francis of Sales says that people like that actually need a spiritual physician, what we would call a spiritual director. Because this kind of mindset, I call it a mindset, but you can think about it as, you know, the way your heart is, um, that kind of mindset is really hard to root out without, without a help. So he says, these type of people need some sort of spiritual direction to kind of guide them and to help them root out that harsh and bitter attitude. So these people, they will be quick to make rash judgments because when they see something, they're going to automatically denounce it as bad. The second root is pride. Now, you know, pride undergirds everything. It seems like all sins stem from pride. St. Francis of Sales again says about pride, others there are who are guilty of rash judgments less out of a bitter spirit than from pride, supposing to exalt their own credit by disparaging that of others. These are self-sufficient, presumptuous people who stand so high in their own conceit that they despise all else as mean and worthless. It was a foolish Pharisee who said, I am not as other men are. Others again have not quite such over pride, but rather lurking little satisfaction in beholding what is wrong in others in order to appreciate more fully what they believe to be their own superiority. This satisfaction is so well concealed, so nearly imperceptible, that it requires a clear sight to discover it. And those who experience it need that it be pointed out to them. Some there are who seek excuse and justify themselves to their own conscience by assuming readily that others are guilty of the same fault or as great ones, vainly imagining that the sin becomes less culpable when shared by many. Others, again, give way to rash judgments merely because they take pleasure in a philosophic analysis and dissection of their neighbor's characters. And if by ill luck they chance now and then to be right, their presumption and love of criticism strengthens almost incurably. So, basically what this says in summary is that when it stems from pride, number one, it's hard for you to really see that fault in yourself. Someone else has to tell you. But the problem is, since it stems from pride, you're likely not to believe them. Secondly, you tend to point out the same faults in others that you have in yourself. So if you tell someone, oh, this person is very arrogant, most likely you're arrogant. At the same time, if there are certain things about people that tend to bother you, it's probably because you also have the same exact faults. And the problem is, once you have this kind of uh, pride, and if you say something one time and you're proving right, then that confirms your belief that you are right in your judgments. But actually, no, your judgments are made out of haste and they're rash because you are so proud and you look for bad things in others so that you can feel good about yourself. Now, the third root of this uh, rash judgment is some people have an inclination towards one thing or the other. And when St. Francis says inclination, what he means is you tend to you know, believe and agree with those you like, and you tend to think badly of those you dislike, right? 
example. So many Trump fans, you know, whatever he does, they see it as good. And that includes the good and the bad. It's all good because it's Trump. They have an inclination towards Trump. And then those who are pretty much against Trump and can't stand his guts, whatever he does, they will see as bad. So the first type of person, the inclination is to see good. The second type of person, the inclination is to be bad. Now, the funny thing is we all have things that we have these inclinations towards. So for example, you might be, you might not be a Trump fan, but you may think that Everything that Kamala Harris does is wonderful. We really have to be aware of our inclination to make sure when we're judging someone we don't like that we're not making a rash judgment. And now when we come back, we're going to continue with what are we to do so that we don't make rash judgments? What are some remedies? So here are three ways to avoid rash judgment. In other words, three remedies. First remedy is look at every statement or action in the best possible light. St. Ignatius of Loyola says, every good Christian ought to be more ready to give a favorable interpretation to another statement than to condemn it. But if he cannot do so, let him ask how the other understands it. And if the latter understands it badly, let the former correct him with love. If that does not suffice, let the Christian try all suitable ways to bring the other to a correct interpretation so that he may be saved. One of the funny things about uh, managing Facebook groups is, is kind of watching how people interact and how people are quick to judgment. It's funny, but it's sad at the same time because... It really shouldn't be. So when someone comes and says something that seems to be wrong, people are apt to quickly type heretic. So what's wrong with that is that, first of all, you're looking at that person in the worst possible light because a heretic chooses to adhere to heresy, right? Usually. There are some heretics that don't know that they're heretical, but usually a heretic knows what the truth is and they decide to leave it and do something else. Like in the early days of Catholicism, around the time of the Protestant Reformation, there were people in the Catholic Church who chose to abandon the faith of their fathers and become Protestants. So they, in the Catholic Church, they became heretics. Uh, so when you call someone a heretic, you're making a rash judgment. So what this quote from St. Ignatius of Loyola is saying is that if someone says something that's weird, Look at it in the best possible light and ask them, what do you mean by that? Ask questions to kind of figure out why they're saying what they're saying and then gently try to bring them to a correct interpretation without causing them to be on the defense, right? Okay, or to get defensive is what I mean. Without causing them to get defensive. The second thing you could do is wait. Rash judgment is rash. Not only because you don't have the, all the information you need, but because you're quick, you're too hasty to react. So what we should do is when something happens, wait a little bit before making any public pronouncements. You can't help sometimes what you think. You know, once you see that you start to think, oh, this person is bad, this person did that. Tell yourself, you know, let's just wait on all the information before you make a judgment and don't talk about it. Because if you talk about it, now you're making a rash judgment and you may actually scandalize certain people and then only to find out later that you were wrong. And this is why the Washington Post 
is now being sued by the Covington High School boys, Covington Catholic High School boys, and now they're having to make apologies because they were too quick to make a judgment. The third thing you can do is, and this is the most important, and most people are not gonna like that. Even I don't like that sometimes. The third thing you can do is focus on your own faults and wrongdoings. We know ourselves to a certain degree. Now, some of us know ourselves more than others. Some people don't spend any time to learn who they are and what their faults are. But we all know that we do wrong and we have our own faults. So St. Francis says, those who keep careful watch over their conscience. St. Francis of Sales says, those who keep careful watch over their conscience are not often liable to form rash judgments. For just as when the clouds lower, the bees make for the shelter of their hive, so really good people shrink back into themselves and refuse to be mixed up with the clouds and fogs of their neighbors' questionable doings. And rather than meddle with others, they consecrate their energies on their own improvement and good resolutions. So if we spend half our time focusing on our own faults and imperfections, we would all be very far, we would all be very far in our journey to sanctity. So remember, when you find yourself with an opportunity to make a rash judgment, flee, run away. Have a blessed day. If you enjoyed this video or audio, please share it with your friends. Thank you for supporting BeautySoAncient.com. That's beauty as in beautiful, so ancient as in man, you're old. God bless.